doing. Thank you for coming back. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And this week, what I'm talking about is how you shouldn't judge a book by the cover. Just because you see something or hear something initially doesn't necessarily dictate what the thing or the person actually is. So you shouldn't do that. And I tell some interesting stories about why you shouldn't do that. I think you'll dig them. I really do. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. I am back. Thank you very, very, very much. You know what I want to talk to you about this time? I want to talk to you about how we think someone is something, and then we find out that there's something else, and then we have to start treating them different because we find out that there's something else. You know, you see that all the time. You see a guy, and they, they, they think he's a homeless guy, right? But then when the news investigates him, they find out he's actually a Grammy-winning singer, and then everybody jumps up on him and wants to help him, right? Where if he wasn't a Grammy-winning singer, people were like, yeah, I ain't giving you a dollar for nothing. Yeah, I'm not giving you a dollar, and they burn the dollar in front of him. Yeah, get a job, buddy, right? But they find out he's, he used to be a Grammy-winning drummer or something, and they're all on there to help him. That stinks. And I've had a little bit of that on myself, I'll be honest with you. I've been in situations where people thought I was one thing and found out I was something else. I remember going into a store. It was it was one of those times when, you know, when I was literally just, I was doing most of my work from home. And my comedy was basically, I was calling into other people's shows and things of that nature and writing stuff and working on things. So I, I was in the house for a couple of weeks without going out. And I didn't give a crap what I looked like. I was wearing old jeans, old t-shirt, old shoes. Who cares, right? So there was a store close to where I was living at the time, and I would go in there all the time, and people treated me like crap. Not overtly. They didn't go, get out of here. You're worthless. But you could see them being really, really nice to the other customers and being dismissive towards me. They wouldn't even pay attention to me. It's not like I looked like I was I was living in the streets or anything, but I didn't. I looked like you know somebody who really just did not have any money whatsoever. Okay. Now I'm not I'm not some rich guy, now I'm just a regular dude, but I mean I look like I was really down, 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 right? You know, to give you I mean it's the kind of way you would dress if you were helping your friend clean out their garage. Okay, that's how I was dressed, but who cares? So I went into the store and it got to the point where I I felt even uncomfortable going into the store because you know the, the level of being dismissed as a human being was so much that I'm going, I'm trying I'm actually paying you money, I'm giving you money. For your product, I'm not causing any problems while I'm in the store. I come in here all the time, and you guys, you know, and I'm telling you, if I'd have, if I'd have walked in there, they wouldn't even have known that I had been in the store before, right? So now it's time to start to go back out to work again. So I shaved up, start wearing my regular clothes. You know, I was doing shows and all of that kind of stuff. And I go back into the other store, and I walk into the store, and everybody, hey, what's going on, sir? What's your name? Oh, oh, oh hey, ha, 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 charming, charming conversation. Oh, all in my face. Oh, ha, ha, ha. the person at the cat, the cash register, is looking right at me. Oh, oh, oh nice shirt. Oh, 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 oh. Right? And I'm looking at these people, and I'm going, I've been in this store 27 times. <laughs> right? I mean, it was more like 15 times, but I've been in this all these times. And you guys wouldn't even look at me because I was wearing, like I said, I was dressed like I was, and I had a full beard because my beard grows pretty fast, you know. I mean, like this will give you an idea of how fast my beard grows. One, two, three, four, 
fuck. Full beard! That fast. Okay, not that fast. Two more seconds than that. <laughs> Back to the story. So I was really, it was, and I was, I was actually more offended then because I was going, it was just a, a personal illustration of how they had made a snap judgment about who they thought I was. I come back in, it was almost like I was undercover, you know, I come back in, this is a regular guy, a regular working class guy, and they're all up on me. And that annoyed me. I never went back to the store after that. It just annoyed the crap out of me. I've always hated that. I've been in, I remember being in one of those, uh, uh, sandwich shops and there was a guy there who didn't have the money for his sandwich and I kind of palmed him a couple of bucks and they were going to throw him out and I got palmed him a couple of bucks and I, I didn't give it to him in front of anybody else I just kind of palmed him a couple of bucks to finish off the money for his sandwich because he can get the sandwich as it turns out he was just like me he was a guy like me a regular working class guy who just didn't have his wallet that was it he, was, he wasn't trying to panhandle. He just didn't have his wallet because I saw him again, right? He was driving a pretty decent car. And he goes, you remember me? I go, oh, yeah, you're the guy from Subway. And he was going to try to give me the two bucks back. And one dude, really? Don't worry about him. You would have done the same for me, right? He goes, yeah, sure. I said, great. All right. Right? So they were going to dismiss this guy because of what they thought he was. You know, the right thing to do would have been like, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, I got you covered this time, buddy. You know, this, you know, you know, this next time, you know, bring it back. Cause he's not going to come back if he's really panhandling. Cause he's going to be smart enough to know I'm not going to go back there again. But they had to humiliate the dude. We're not, you know. And it's amazing when that happens to you because it just kind of throws it in your face. Sometimes these things happen and it just throws it in your face. I remember when I was, uh, when I was living in California, I was, you're in between, you know, between, you have an, an, an old job and a new job. You're between jobs, but you have the next job set up. You're good, but your insurance was with the old job, and now you don't have that. But you're going to get insurance with the new job, but now you're between those two jobs. You're going to have insurance. It'll only be a couple of weeks. You'll be fully in, you'll be insured again, but right this moment, you're not. And you call up to get some work done. Maybe you're going to get some dental work. We'll say dental work for, 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 the, for the sake of this. Okay? And it's going to cost maybe 500 bucks. You got the money. I mean, you're not like you're, you're rolling in dough, but you got the money for this because your tooth is killing you and you need to get this thing fixed and it's going to cost about 500 bucks, okay? You call up the dentist's office. Person answers the phone and brightens shiny. Hey, what's going on? Hey, this is the office of Dr. Toothfixer. How can I help you? What I like to call, I like to make an appointment. Well, that's fantastic. I like to make an appointment. You like to make an appointment? I, as a matter of fact, I am the person who sets the appointments. So you want to make an appointment? <laughs> and I set the appointments. <laughs> I guess we're, we're, we're a match made in heaven, right? <laughs> right? Question number one. What kind of insurance do you have? Well, I don't have insurance. And what I, you know, what you say next is, what I'm going to say next is, I don't have insurance, but I'll pay for it out of pocket. Did not even hear the I'll pay for it out of pocket part. Just heard the I don't have insurance. And all of a sudden, he went from this to, and he, he I don't have insurance. No insurance? Okay. No insurance, huh? Hmm. Um, let me put you on hold for a minute, please. Okay, so you said you didn't have any insurance, none at all, nothing, no insurance, okay. Let me get this appointment, set this appointment for you, okay. Let's see, this is January, 
Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I have something for you, uh, February 3rd. Wow, that's great, February 3rd. I thought it was going to be longer than that. That's fantastic. I thought it would be like three months or something like that, you know, because you know, it's kind of hurting, but I could deal with it if there's, if the, I could deal with it for another month or so, you know, I mean, I, I would rather not, but I mean, you know, this is a great dentist and I want to go to the best. So, you know, it's like, yeah, um, but I'm not saying, not February of this year, I'm talking about February of 2050. Huh? Yeah, February of 2050. Uh, you're joking. No, I'm not joking. We have we we have a whole lot of deadbeat losers like you that call up, um, who don't have insurance, and we hope you die. And uh, we kind of pushed your your appointment back further because we don't we we basically don't want you to call back because die we 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 wish you would fall down some steps on on the landing something sharp because you're worthless. Uh, I mean this procedure is going to cost five hundred dollars, and I mean we don't. <laughs> you know, you, since you can't buy that, maybe you, I could actually pay for that out of pocket. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I, if you were listening to me when I said I don't have insurance, I, what I actually was going to say was I don't have insurance, but I can pay for it out of pocket. I can just bring in my card and, you know, bring in some ID, bring in my credit card and could just do it. It's not really that big of a deal. Oh, you actually have money. Oh, why did you say you had money? I'm now actually, to be honest with you, I really didn't even turn on my computer. As soon as you said that you didn't have insurance, I turned off my computer and I was planning on, um, you know, when, once I hung up on you after being rude, I was going to turn off the, the phone, hang up with you, and then turn around and ridicule you to all the people in the office. Excuse me, I, when I was on hold, I was actually laughing at you. That's why I pressed the button. Um, I don't have to do that anymore since you actually have some money. Guys, uh, remember when I said the guy on the phone was a complete loser and didn't have insurance? I was wrong about that. He's not a loser. Uh, he actually has the money. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, when he comes in, give him the real medicine. And, um, yeah, we're going to do the real medicine. And tell Bill he doesn't have to put on the fake dentist outfit and stab this guy in the mouth and rattle around in his mouth with sharp objects. We're going to have the real dentist come in. You have a guy that's... Well, hey, look, you have money, so I can actually tell you the truth about what I what we do to the losers, okay? So when do you want that appointment? Um... We'll be back right after this short break. And now, back to the show. Let me call you back. It doesn't really matter. You can call back whenever you want. You have money. I can bring you in the day that you call back. Okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> but when they think that you don't have money, or they, they, sometimes people treat you like crap, you know. But the flip side of it is when people think that you're important or, 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 or uh, give you some importance, they go out of their way for you. I remember when I was doing stand-up in, in the beginning days of stand-up a long, long time ago, I played my home area a lot. And that's usually what you do in stand-up. You play your home area a lot. And I play my home, home area a lot. So all of the businesses in, in, the, in the home area, in the downtown section where the touristy area, where the cool shops and the businesses down there, they all cycled their way through the clubs that I played. And I played all the clubs, which means these people saw me performing a lot and and that's after I got really good at it. So you know, they see me on stage doing my thing, <sighs> going crazy and everything. And I didn't I mean you don't know who's out there. You can't see people. You got a light in your face. You can see the first couple of rows, but you can't see the other three, four hundred people or two hundred people depending on the size of the club. So I don't know who's out there. Right? So I'm just a regular I'm just some dopey teenage kid and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I, I do my comedy, everything's great and I go around that area of the city and my goodness, my goodness. 
I go into a the, the cheesesteak place is down the street from the comedy club. As it turns out, the entire staff had come to the club as a group and then as individuals and as couples a bunch of times. They had seen me a bunch of times and I write a lot of material. So they kept seeing different jokes. They were liking the jokes. I go in to buy a cheesesteak. I'll have a double cheesesteak with quadruple, quadruple, quintuple cheese and quadruple, double, quadruple, quadruple. And then I would get it ready and I'm about to pull my money out and they go, your name is, uh, and I go, yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, you're the one that does the bit about. And I go, yeah. They go, oh, man, that was great. We've seen you like 15 times. I'm like, oh, great. That's cool. Thank you. Right? I don't think anything of it because, you know, it's nice if somebody gives you a compliment. But they wouldn't take my money. Right? And I'm like, oh, cool. I get a free cheese ticket. That's great. You know, great. They wouldn't even let me tip. Huh. And I'm thinking that's a standalone situation. It was not. I go to another place to get something to eat. They won't take my money, right? I'm trying to rub, pop, run, uh, ride public transportation from that area. The guys, of the, as it turns out, the people that were the drivers had all been to the clubs and seen me with their spouses and as, as an office. They wouldn't take my money. So for a period of time in that particular area, I was kind of like a little mini celebrity there. And it was awesome. And when you're a kid and you're in that, in that, in that mini celebrity thing, you take it for granted. And sometimes you kind of get used to it. And you should never get used to it. Because unless you're an ultra star, like if you are, have Jerry Seinfeld level of success or Bill Cosby level of success or Richard Pryor level of success, if you have that level of success, Kevin Hart or whatever, then of course it's going to be permanent. That's a level of success and fame that is so high and so over the top that you, it is a permanent fixture. But I just had, we've seen you 35 times and we like your act level of celebrity. And that can't last. It can't last. But you can't tell that to a teenager. So it happens again and again, and it happens for like a year, right? 18 months, two years it happens, right? And then what happens is you start to play the outlying areas. Then you start to play different states, and now you're not home in your home area as much, so they don't get to see you perform as much, and the connection kind of deteriorates a little bit. When you used to get the meal for free, now you come back to your hometown, you think it's going to be the same thing, and you do not get that meal for free. Oh, no. You get the meal for a half price. Okay. Then it's 25%. Okay. Then it's 10%. Okay. Then all of a sudden, they just treat you like everybody else. The last couple of years, you were getting free meals and free rides and, and people were giving you discounts in the clothing stores because they liked you, but you just didn't play the area as much anymore. Now you're out of town playing other kind of things and all of a sudden... You're not there anymore. And that special treatment goes away. Remember the first time you go into a bar, right? And you don't even have any money on it because you know daggone well they're not going to charge you. I mean, they saw you tell jokes. <laughs> you walk into the bar. And luckily, when they go, okay, that'll be whatever. And they put you put the bill in front of them. First, you think they're joking. And then the guy walks away and you realize he wasn't joking. You have to pay now. Ooh. And luckily, you have just enough money to pay the tab and to tip. And just enough money within a 25 cents to get home. Ooh, that could have been embarrassing. <laughs> I've seen these things from both sides. It's amazing. Some, Like I said, sometimes... 
People will see you and they'll make a judgment on you. They'll think less of you. And sometimes people will see you and they'll put you up on a pedestal. But you got to realize both of them can change on a dime. When I go back into the store that was treating me crap, I have my face all shaved up. You know, I call the dentist's office. I pay the money. You know, like I said, I go into the store and they're treating me like crap because they think I'm wearing old clothes. And they didn't, you know, and they think that I'm some some vagrant or something. And I come back all clean shaven and they're all nice to me all of a sudden and all up in my face. You're the greatest. <laughs> right. I become a little mini celebrity in my home area in this particular area. I get used to it, think it's going to keep going. And all of a sudden, bang, it's gone. <laughs> That's why as 50-year-old me, current me, I just let things happen, man. I show up. I see what the situation is. And whatever happens, happens. I don't take anything seriously like that. I don't let anything bother me like that. But when I think about those memories, it is rather funny. <laughs> it, is, it is rather funny. So, when you're out there taking care of business, and there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this, when you're out there taking care of business, when things are going really, really good, enjoy them, but do not rely on them. And when you're out there in the world and things are going really, really bad, try to fix it, but don't let it beat you down because it doesn't define who you are. Just enjoy being who you are. Do what you need to do. Just be in a constant state of trying to fix and improve your station in life, my friends. And eventually, everything should be okay. But if it's not okay, don't blame me. You probably did something wrong. <laughs> well, that last part probably, that last part kind of messed up the whole podcast, right? I should have, I should have ended on a high note. Okay, well, we'll try this again. <clears throat> so everything's going to be fine for you. Everything's going to work out if you just work hard enough, okay? Unless you, you work hard enough almost, like you're like a shade less hard work that you should have been and you're going to get really close to success and fail miserably and then it'll, you'll have no one to blame but yourself oh i messed it up again okay okay well we're going to finish off this way <clears throat> this way i won't be able to mess it up everything's going to be cool for most people but for some people it's going to suck really badly and you may be one of those people oh that's not even that's that's worse uh I got I to gotta end this on a high note. Um, okay, how about this? I wish you the best, and I think you should always try to be your best. And if you are your best and you try your best, the best things will happen to you. Bam! I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to say anything that's going to mess it up. I'm going to end the podcast really quickly before I say something to mess it up. <laughs> in all seriousness, much love to you all, and I'll see you again next time. everybody thank you for coming back much love to you thank you for showing this show love i appreciate it and if you love this show please check out my other podcast called the s and called the s anthony says podcast just google me baby and you'll find all my stuff once again thank you for everything thanks for the love and support and we will talk again next time take care <laughs>